This is Mike Jones with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. The city of Bentonville has a bond election April the 13th. The city will ask voters to extend a one cent city sales tax to approve up to $266 million in bonds. Including it, included in the bond issue is $19.75 million for drainage improvements throughout the city. With me today is Bentonville City Engineer Dan Weiss to talk about the drainage projects. Dan, thank you for joining me today. That's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, um, according to the city, there are 25 drainage projects that are part of, uh, part of the bond issue. If you would, explain how those projects were chosen. Uh, the city has a 311 system where the citizens can enter complaints they've got about uh, drainage and streets and those kind of things. And I, we took that list and then we uh, added some items to it just based on some known flooding areas that we've had to work on with the street department where roads will close. And then also last year we had done a uh, downtown drainage study to pick up all of the downtown areas. We documented those and that consultant recommended uh, some areas to be fixed with that, and then combining those three databases together, we came up with uh, about 40 projects that we looked at, and then we ranked them, and then the ones we, working with the finance team, that, that $19 million range put a cutoff line, so we have about 25 projects uh, that we can fund with the bond that we're requesting. Mm -hmm. When it does rain, how, how many complaints does the city normally get, uh, say, after a a, a heavy rain uh, is you know is it a handful of complaints is it uh, is it a whole bunch or does it depend we'll usually see between five and ten after what I would call you know a, a half inch of rain in a day or an inch of rain in a day mm -hmm. uh, really the more intense storms we tend to get more complaints uh, but we'll see five or ten after every rainfall event gotcha so the when we talk infrastructure for um, drainage projects. I think people think it's just pipe. What, what exactly is infrastructure? What exactly, if you could explain drainage infrastructure and, and to let people know that it's just not putting pipe in the ground? Yeah, so you've, you've got to have a way to get water into those pipes. So typically we're looking at some kind of curb inlet structure if the road has curb on it already. If a road doesn't have curb, we may install curb because mm -hmm. that gives us the opportunity to get that water more efficiently into the inlets and then into the pipes. And then those pipes, of course, flow to bigger pipes and then bigger pipes and then eventually outlet into either a, some type of pond or a collection channel that would drain out into one of the floodways. So that's really kind of from the literally where the raindrop falls in your yard, how does it get into the pipe and then down the pipe to the pond and then through the pond to the, the stream leading out, leading out of town. Gotcha. So um, I know the 25 drainage projects are, are listed by the city aren't in any particular order as far as importance from A to Z, but if you would go over some of the projects, I know there, there's 25. How many of those are related to downtown, would you say, if you had to uh, you know, uh, make a ballpark uh, guess? Of 25, many? I would say probably 17 of them are downtown in the core of downtown. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of them, like just west of Walton, for example, have a few projects. I would consider that outside of downtown. Gotcha. Um, and then some of them go as far southwest. I think the furthest one away from downtown will be on, out on Opal Road mm -hmm. uh, toward the airport. Now, I, I saw the Opal Road project the other day uh, on the city website, and there's talk of uh, realigning a road, uh, realigning Opal Road to, I believe, uh, connect better with Southwest Vendor. 
and then there are is a bridge it looks like that's going to be on there um, uh, talk about Opal Road I understand that's an area that has a lot of flooding maybe maybe some flooding that could be uh, dangerous at times is that correct so sadly there have been two fatalities at where the creek crosses Opal Road uh, those are one of the crossings is actually what we call a low water crossing which is actually designed to flood during a rainfall event uh, doesn't create a safe condition for people to travel on and also then Opal Road will be an emergency service route a backup emergency service route to get uh, children in and out of the new school that's going in west of there and then also for fire department and emergency services so we're looking at uh, and we are looking at some grant money for that road also mm -hmm. uh, trying to find a way you know the street department blocks it off every time it rains because it's unsafe uh, but it is a road that's needed by the citizens so we are looking at ways to to fix the drainage out there but also try to put bridges in instead of the low water crossings I know that uh, also, uh, you know, outside of downtown, you know, Water Tower Road has some issues, uh, Battlefield Road. Are, are those, I know Opal Road is addressed in the bond issue. Are, are Water Tower and the, the area south of Battlefield, are they included in, in there as well? So the, they were in the list of 41 projects. As we looked at the recommendations we had, we had drainage studies done in those areas too. And the recommendations that we got from the engineers that did the study were pretty broad spread and fairly expensive for the benefits that were being received uh, by the adjacent owners. Mm -hmm. So they are on the list, but they are down below what we had as the cutoff. If some of the projects that we got on the list come in under budget, we may move some money down to start do some work on those areas. Uh, Battlefield in particular, uh, we can't fix the problem in the subdivision until we have fixed the problem along Battlefield Road itself because the ditches along that road are too small to handle the water that's coming out of the subdivision already. That road already floods. So we're going, there's a street bond out there for mm -hmm. Battlefield Road improvements. We're going to combine that work with some drainage work and put some larger pipes in there, which will then allow us to continue the improvements upstream into the subdivision. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the work on Battlefield. The work on, on Water Tower Road, we are putting in some new improvements that were actually funded out of the last bond program where we're extending 8th Street over to Water Tower. We're, we're picking up some of the drainage in that project and putting it in the pond, which should help a little bit. Uh, the other work in that area was, was pretty broadly spread across several subdivisions. It actually needs to go over into Rogers to really fix the problem. So that problem is a little bigger than we're able to, to get a handle on right now. Um, the intention would be to start making some improvements in that area as if the bond money carried over mm -hmm. Uh, we would add those or also there's an option that we could fund some parts of it out of the general fund okay so the uh, according to the city the upgrades uh, would improve drainage for about 500 homes i'm guessing since 17 of the 25 projects are downtown are most of those 500 homes downtown yes and, and the two larger areas of flooding that we're trying to deal with are both located downtown mm -hmm. um, generally in the west you know west of down west of the square and then an area southwest of the square are the two larger areas so the, that's where most of the homes are impacted is in the obviously the density is higher there too and, that, and more it, homes per acre there and, and that's west of the downtown square and southwest of the square yeah okay so talk a little bit about the uh, about drainage downtown i know uh having lived down there uh for a number of years that there that, that i I know it's probably called open drainage. I refer to it as kind of ditch to ditch drainage or culvert to culvert drainage where there's a lot of open area where water flows from 
one culvert to another and then you know leads to wherever it's going uh, how will that be improved downtown will that will, will, will that type of open air drainage be put underground uh, i mean all of it obviously all of it can't be done but but are there plans in place to take care of that yeah the uh so the the systems we're putting in are all let's say primarily underground there are a few sections where they discharge into an open channel mm -hmm. as we get out into some open areas but the, when you're downtown that entire collection system is good that we're installing is going to be underground mm -hmm. and it'll so you've got to start at the bottom end of that system and build it upstream so we'll have to put some of the larger pipes in and then work our way for example and think of the area west of town we'll start up about northwest fifth and d mm -hmm. and then there'll be a large pipe installed there that dumps into uh, black apple creek that then heads north out of town into sugar creek uh, once it gets in that creek we've got the capacity to deal with it but we've got to get it to that creek so we're going to build a pipe network that collects water in the curbs like we talked about earlier puts them in a pipe and then you know it's it's underground from that point on we do have a, a couple of small detention ponds where you'll if you were walking along the pipe you would see the water in those ponds and then it goes back into a pipe and then goes on down to the creek. Mm -hmm. So the area, um, I, I noticed that the highest price tag uh, project uh, may, uh, is 4.59 million for that project at uh, Northwest 9th and D Street. Uh, how, how big of a project is that with that extension of that collection system down to Southwest 10? So that actually, that, that's the one I was just referencing mm -hmm. where it discharges into the Black Apple Creek. Okay. Um, that, that enters that roadway designation you see is where the project really ends and it, it extends south and some people will be surprised to learn that actually that drainage way ex extends south all the way down to the cemetery okay so it goes all the way down to what is the highest point in bentonville which is over on the eastern side of the cemetery at about uh f and third street southwest f and third and so we're going to pick up all of that water glover and and southwest second and take all of that north under central pipe it down through some ponds up along northwest third and then so that that is a very and, and it not only is it the main trunk line we're building uh half a dozen collector lines to get up into the neighborhoods off of that too mm -hmm. so what do you think that's going to mean to downtown i, I know that's a an area that uh, uh you know when planning commission comes up and you know i mean you, you know the redevelopment that's happening down in, in downtown bentonville you you might have a citizen that said hey this project is flooding onto my property uh, are, are it, will this address that, or is that a totally separate drainage issue when it comes to development? Like no, those are the the, the 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 areas that will drain to this pipe will all have better drainage out of their yard. There'll be less water standing in that part of downtown. That's mm -hmm. a good way to word it. Mm -hmm. um, there may be some, like your roof drains that now drain into your yard and cause your yard to flood. You will have the opportunity to route those to the collection system and then individual yard flooding would even be corrected in some of these. And we've also had a lot of development occur downtown where there wasn't consideration given to, you know, somebody takes what used to be a backyard and, and paved it with concrete. Mm -hmm. That water then ran off faster and caused flooding in the neighbor's yard. Uh, the city council passed an ordinance that went into effect in January to address some of that where we're now slowing that water down. But now we'll also have some pipes to put that water in to get it out of the neighborhood and safely and quickly get it out of the neighborhood and get it moving downstream. Um, what are some other projects downtown that you, you, that you would want to highlight that are, uh, that are in the 25 projects? 
so there's a, a system that starts about Fourth um, and Main. Mm-hmm. That is a general low spot in the community, and a lot of it. If you you got to look back at some of the history to see why it's why it's a problem. But there used to be a railroad grade that went through there, and when it was built, it became a artificial dam that slowed the water down. And over the decades, literally centuries, of uh, working with it, they've never really made it. We've never really made an effort to get the water through the old railroad grade. So we're working on putting a pipe system in that that starts down at uh, where the little Osage Creek crosses Walton, and then runs up east of what used to be Nunley, and then up past the home office, and then winds up into about Southwest B Street. That is a very long system that has a good outlet. It can dump into Little Osage, but it can't get to the Little Osage. So, and actually, we've already working on some private-public partnerships where the developer that's developing where Nunley mm-hmm. uh, used to sit just south of uh, Walton, I guess it'd be about it'd be south of 10th, mm-hmm. southwest 10th and Walton, they're putting in a, they're building a pond that will act as a regional detention facility for that whole system to help provide drainage out of there. So some parts of this are already under construction mm-hmm. uh, without even having to get into the bond fund yet. We've got private developers helping us with that. Sure. Um, how important, uh, obviously these 25 projects will, will address a lot of issues, but obviously it won't take care of, of, of everything. But uh, how, how far in the future, if you can get these 25 done, uh, how, how far in the future will these, will, will these projects alleviate some of the uh, flooding concerns that are, that are so in the areas you're trying to they're address? They're being designed assuming a full build-out based on the city's current land use maps and mm-hmm. zoning maps. So we're making assumptions that, that pretty much every piece of buildable property in, in the watershed will get developed to its fullest extent allowed by ordinance. Um, so it would theoretically cover us until there was something, somebody came up with a new style of development that caused even more water to run off, Mm -hmm. which I don't think we would allow by ordinance. So I hate to say it's forever, but there'll be maintenance having to happen on the areas, but it should, it is designed to cover 100% build out of the downtown area. Are there any any of the projects out in Southwest Bentonville where there seems to be uh, a a, a lot of growth happening right now, a lot of development, a lot of homes being built, a lot of commercial development going in. Are any, are any of the projects being addressed out there? I understand it's pretty flat land out there. It, it is very flat. Uh, one of the good things is the current ordinance does require those developers to account for detention on their own properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where downtown, you know, back whenever that area is being developed you know, 50, 100 years ago, you were pretty much able to build whatever you wanted to on your property without really paying much attention to what it did to your neighbors. We're, we're telling people now by ordinance that they've got to account for that additional water on their property. And that's then going to alleviate the need as we protect and manage our floodplains as we go downstream. Those floodplains that are already there will take care of the water that's coming to them if we manage them correctly. Mm-hmm. So the um, all of the projects here, how, how, how important are they for just to continue growth and development or redevelopment in, in, in that in that matter, uh, uh, how, how important uh, if, is it to have these projects to continue to just try to keep up with the growth that the city has right now? Well, what it, what it will allow is the ability to continue to develop the way we are where 
individuals that own a lot will decide they want to build a larger house or change and build a, you know, um, townhouses or something on those properties to increase the density of the population downtown, which is an express goal as we plan for the future, you'll, they'll be able to build those without having a negative impact on their neighbor more efficiently. So that water, instead of running them having to control it on site or it running on their neighbor, these collection systems we're building will take that water away from the sites, honestly, more cheaply, more efficiently, and with less headache to everybody, including the city, because we have fewer than our, the underground structures are easier to maintain than the surface stitches are. So the uh, the projects that uh, weren't on the twenty uh, that didn't make the list of twenty five uh, are, are are there opportunities in the future? Like you say, if you don't use up some of the bond money or some of the projects come in cheaper, obviously that might push some up the list. But do you think some of the other ones that didn't make the list uh, could be handled via uh, developers, uh, uh, public private? Uh, relationships uh, or through state and federal grants? So all, all three of those could apply. Mm -hmm. uh, as, as people develop in areas, we require them to improve uh, the infrastructure along their property and through their property to help meet our current standards. So some of them will get picked up by developers. We already have grant applications out for, for two of the projects that are on the list of 25. Mm -hmm. If those grants come through, then that would then pull some projects that didn't make the, the cutoff into the list of projects we would attempt to accomplish under the bond. Well, Dan, I, I, I have one last question for you, and it was, it was something that you, you, you had uh, alluded to in an email that uh, you had sent me yesterday, but let people know how Bentonville, downtown Bentonville has the, own, has the oldest drainage system in the city. Kind of let people know how old it is and just kind of what condition it is and how it needs to be improved. Okay. Well, the uh, so I actually have a one of the oldest plats I could find of downtown Bentonville, and you'd be surprised how small downtown Bentonville was <laughs> when this plat was drawn. But the, the, at that time, it was literally just let the water run off your yard and flow down the roads to get to wherever it was headed. There really wasn't any planning put into it. So it literally, the drainage system will date back to the oldest houses built in Bentonville, which you know, I'm well back before the Civil War. Mm -hmm. And those systems were not designed to pick up, you know, five-lane paved roads and, you know, huge parking lots that are uh, uh, tied to some facilities. So we overwhelmed that system uh, decades ago. And without doing some major infrastructure improvements, we're, we're not ever going to get ahead of it. And I'm, I'm really excited for the, the possibility of doing some work that's going to make some big steps to improve everybody's life in downtown, but also across the entire city. All righty. Well, Dan, I th thank you for your time today. I appreciate you uh, taking some time with me to answer some bond questions related to drainage. And uh, ha have a great day. All right. Well, thank you. This is Mike Jones with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Look for the bond story in Sunday's edition.